Welcome back to the Jill Lublin Show, and it's so nice to see you again. I have a very special guest today. Her name is Teresa de Brogois. I said that wrong. Teresa de Grosbois. Hey, there you go. <laughs> what can I say? I didn't take high school French. Um, and I love Teresa, but let me tell you a little more about her. She's an international number one bestseller she, of the book Mass Influence. And she's the founder and chair of the Evolutionary Business Council, of which I'm a member. Teresa works with people around the world wanting to create grassroots change. And literally a four times best-selling author, she believes we can shift the thinking of society just by understanding how to generate the spread of positive word of mouth. So Teresa, thank you so much for being here. It's great to be here, Jill. And I was in grade three before I could pronounce my name. So no. <laughs> you know, it's what's real, right? But yeah. what I know, you know what's real, is, is how to create influence. And I've always uh, been in awe. And if you want to share with our viewers, what would you say is a, a great number one in your world way to create influence? Well, it's really about understanding influence is all about relationships, right? And in fact, the Evolutionary Business Council was founded on that principle. It's, it's not who you know, it's who knows you and who knows, likes, and trusts you enough to spread word about, about your work, right? So it all comes down to trust and relationships. So I, I agree, but you know, in today's world, what's great is we can reach each other through technology so much better. What, what would be a strategy that you would recommend, obviously about relationships? Is there, we'll call them shortcuts, simple steps that you would say to have better relationships? Yeah, well, and we've all learned how to use social media, right? Like we all know, good idea to have a Facebook page, grow a Twitter following, get active on Instagram. It doesn't, doesn't matter which social media have at least one and use it, right? But um, influence is really about understanding that your social media is not to promote you. You know, your social media is like the apple pie. You bring the new neighbor you just met, Right. Because, um, you know, you meet a new neighbor, the first thing you do is not walk up and offer to borrow their stereo, right? And yet in the world of influence, we often see people who get a little desperate to make relationships, like you see this at networking events all the time, right? The guest speaker will walk off stage and there's a lineup of people, they're waiting to give them a book or a product sample or offer to buy them a coffee. And uh, in the world of influence, that's, that action is more about you the asker than it is giving anything to the influencer, right? So building relationship with influencers is all about giving them influence. So using your social media, um, you know, post, uh, post their blog on your Facebook or um, give uh, their next event a shout out on your Twitter or uh, just praise their work in some way. That's a great way to jumpstart generating your own influence. I love that. Uh, you know, being an author, you understand, right? You've given, you've given, you've given, and then people want more. And mm -hmm. it's um, so powerful when somebody's giving you the gift, isn't it? I just, it is. It's, it's, yeah. It starts the relationship. And it, it you know, you can see the, the sigh of relief when an influencer has been managing a line. You know, you see a speaker walk off a stage and they've been managing a line of 20 people, all giving them a book or a product sample. And then suddenly someone walks up and says, can I interview you on my blog? And you, you'll just know their demeanor changes. It's like, oh, 
somebody who doesn't want something. They don't want an endorsement. They don't want an hour of my time. You're just giving me something, you know? And it's more like the neighbor that just brought the home-cooked lasagna or the apple pie over, right? So it really makes a huge difference. I love that. Now, I understand these days you've shifted locations. You're in Costa Rica, yes? Yeah, I love it down here. It's beautiful. What are you finding? I'm just curious, you know, in, in light of your business, how has gone, being international affected it? What, what kind of great tips would you give someone who wants to live a laptop lifestyle or shift where they're living? I think a lot of people are transitioning to different ways of living now. What, how, how would you and what would you advise them to do? Yeah, well, COVID became all about how fast can you pivot, right? Because um, we were running largely an events-based business. I mean, uh, you know, EBC is all about creating collaboration amongst um, powerful individuals that all want to create change in the world, right? But COVID really required us to stop and think about what's super important about what we do, right? And like a lot of businesses, suddenly everything shifted to online and we were already doing a lot of online. So the shift online was pretty seamless in our case. But the thing I would really encourage all, um, all business owners to be doing right now is really know what your brand is. Like know who you are in the world. I love what Valerie Shepard teaches in, in this light because she does some really incredible work around brand architecture. But know what the character of your brand is. And, and then when you have to pivot, because for whatever reason, you know, the latest pandemic or, um, you know, maybe it's just a personal crisis, like someone in your family gets sick and all of a sudden you've got to change your business strategy to accommodate your home life, right? But for whatever reason, pivoting is so much easier when you know who you are in the world and you're super clear on that because shifting your tactics like, oh, let's just switch this live event to an online event is easy when you're clear on what your goal is and who you are in achieving that goal. Mm. Oh, that's, that's really special. And I, uh, I think that it's really important that it doesn't almost matter. Uh, and yet, you know, you as, a, as the founder of a major organization, you in that pivot, I mean, what, can I just ask you, I know that was, there were some hard moments for you. And as a leader of a major group, what do you do in those difficult moments? How do you find the right answer? Well, you know, I love, um, you know, there's a lot of people that have interviewed a lot of billionaires and asked them, what's the secret to success, right? And one of the most commonly quoted an answers that billionaires will give you is fail fast. Right. So when things go wrong, don't get stuck in what's going wrong. Look to what you want to do next, you know. And I really think that whole philosophy really, really helps when you're in a situation where the universe is not delivering what you planned on. And, um, you know, I can tell you event businesses were hit hard by COVID because, you know, probably the hardest of any industry, uh, short of maybe the airline industry, uh, businesses that relied on events were hit the toughest because all of a sudden we had all these tickets to refund and we had to cancel hotel bookings and the hotels all wanted to enact um, the cancellation clauses that said, if you don't go forward with your event, you owe us $40,000. Well, be a business that runs seven to nine events a year and suddenly you're looking at you know, $200,000 worth of liability. That wasn't an easy thing to shift through, right? But if you keep staying in, I know who we are in the world, we're gonna stay in high vibration, 
We're gonna just uh, keep assuming that the world is not full of boogeymen. The hotels will play nice if we just sit down and explain the situation. And sure enough, it took a while, I, I won't lie. Like it took us four to five months to get everything complete with shift making that shift, right? But in the midst of that, we had a lot of awesome members, you know, just standing with us saying, don't worry about it, Teresa, just keep pivoting. People believe in what you're doing. Just keep moving forward. And um, so it's actually cool. You know, I think the universe doesn't send us stuff that we can't handle, you know? And in fact, the great thing about being a leader of an impact-based business is you attract other like-minded individuals to you when you make your life about really playing big and doing something big in the world. So it doesn't matter what the, you know, the specific crisis is. It doesn't matter what the failure is that's going on. There's always other like-minded individuals around to tell you to breathe and move through with you. And, and so if you're still in the pivoting, you will get through this. And in fact, you probably look back on this in 10 years and say that was the best thing that ever happened to our business because it really made us focus in on what was important and what we really needed to do more of and less of. But I also heard you say you have people around you, right, who mm -hmm. remind you, who support you. So I am hearing a team need, right, oh, that, yeah. that we cannot do this alone. And I find many small business uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs, they want to do everything alone or think they're like Superman or Superwoman. And mm. I'm sure we've all had this, a bit of this. And how, how'd you finally surrender? And then what would you recommend for who needs to be around you? Who needs to be around you? What's your opinion on that? Well, you know, one of the reasons I created the Evolutionary Business Council was because I needed it. You know, because being an entrepreneur can be a lonely business and being an entrepreneur who believes you can change the world and really create impact in the world, it can be even lonelier, right? Because change is reliant on the few of us that are crazy enough who, who believe we can change the world, right? And so when you're running an impact-based business, somebody who really cares about um, changing the way people think or changing the way people live or cha changing our paradigms of how this world is run through the products you deliver, then that can be a really lonely endeavor, right? And so, I mean, the first question is what team do I need around me, right? Because A, you can't do it alone. So at, at the very least, you need a house cleaner or whatever so that you've got more hours in your day, you know? But you slowly over time have to start building up team. But the second thing you need around me is other business owners who've walked that path because it takes someone who's equally crazy to understand the crazy. And I mean good crazy, right? And um, well, that's one of the reasons that we created the Evolutionary Business Council so that we could be a community of like-minded individuals that really cared about whether each of us had the influence, the profit, and the impact that we really, really wanted to deliver in these world. And those are the three pillars that the EBC is based on, right? Influence, profit, and impact. And um, when you've got colleagues and like-minded individuals around, um, you know, when COVID hit, we were actually on the phone saying, anybody know good lawyers in, uh, you know, North Carolina and California and all these other places because we're dealing with uh, legal issues with these hotel cancellations and they're outside the normal jurisdictions that we work in. And our Canadian lawyer doesn't 
you know, have the expertise. Like, so even that moment of having people rally around and saying, oh yeah, we've got someone good. We've got someone good. You know, that really, really helped. And as a result, we got through it actually fairly quickly with minor bumps and bruises, you know, and, uh, and everything came out, uh, you know, a lot more powerful than it might've even been had we not gone through it, right? Because it really caused us to focus in. But without those colleagues you can reach out to uh, and without a really solid team below you that can catch balls that might be dropping because you're needing to focus on where are we going to next? Where are we going to next? Where are we going to next? It's so much harder. You know, you want to get out of the rowboat and into a yacht. That's really what it comes down to if you want to be a, a viable business. I love that. And get out of your own way and get out of your organization's way, right? I remember you've okay. said, and I've heard you say this, I'm the roadblock. I think for many of us in our business, we are the roadblock. So, so powerful to have that team, those assistants, those colleagues that, you know, are going to support you. Yeah. Anytime any one person in your organization is saying, I'm the roadblock, it's time to hire more people. You know, um, I recognized I was the roadblock several years ago and brought in just an amazing director of operations, Pam Bain, who's, you know, gaining an influence, starting to become a brand unto herself. Um, and in the last year, she's been starting to say, oh, now I'm the roadblock. We need more people. Now I'm the roadblock. Right. So I think that's just a really healthy awareness of anyone in leadership. If you're at the point where you're becoming the roadblock, you need more systems, you need more people, you need to rethink how you're doing things. Yeah, and I think the, the thing to hear for all of you is that this isn't about problems, these are about new ways of creating solutions and to see you know, where you need to up level, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, you know, the problem is just a challenge that hasn't been solved yet, right? So. I love that. And because you're, um, you know, founder of the Evolutionary Business Council, and uh, you've written books on influence, let me just ask you, what would be your wish for business owners? Like on a next level, what, what, do, you, what do you see? What do you hope for business owners? You know, my biggest wish would be, you know, stop practicing at business. You know, figure out what that one thing is that totally lights you up that you want to do for the world and make that your business, you know, mm. because so many people are afraid to really step into their dreams. And I mean, their big dreams of really being a contribution on this planet. And that makes sense because as human beings, our dreams are scarier to us than they are to anyone else, right? They're your dreams. Ah, that's huge, right? Mm. And no one is better hardwired to step into your dreams and really be a force for change and a force for good than you are. So why wouldn't it be you? You know, no one is going to be more passionate. Nobody's going to be uh, more capable of stepping back challenges because someone else isn't going to be as passionate about whatever that thing is that you really wish you could do for the world. So if you're in a business that doesn't fire you up and doesn't light you up, sell it, delegate it, do something, or convert it, but get into something that really lights you up because th what the world needs are more people that are lit up. That's really what the world needs. Mm, that was such a powerful answer. I love that. And with that, I know, Teresa, people want to know about you, about the Evolutionary Business Council, about what you have to offer. How can people get in touch with you and would you like to give us a free gift or some way to connect? I would be thrilled to. I would love to give you a free copy of my book 
if you come and do our 30-day influence challenge too, we automatically give you the digital version of my book complimentary. So um, the 30-day influence challenge is at massinfluencethebook.com. It's just 30 days of quick little, you can either read it as an email or watch it as a video. It's like one minute. Here's one quick thing to practice today. And we're basically teaching you the skill and the mindset of influence by having you focus on this one little exercise every day. So each day we give you, go do this one thing during the course of your day. And um, you'll find at the end of 30 days, uh, you'll be operating on a whole new paradigm and a whole new skill set. So that's massinfluencethebook.com. And if you want to find out more about the Evolutionary Business Council, just come to ebcouncil.com and check us out. There's lots of information right there on the homepage. Thank you so much, Teresa. You are amazing as always, and I so appreciate you. It's been a joy. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Uh, please go visit jilllublin.com. It's a joy to serve you, and we look forward to seeing you on the next edition. Bye-bye, everyone.